Hello, everybody. Spot of Nerd here. Oh, you know we have to talk about it. I was, I was gonna do a video recording so you could see my face, and then I got lazy. Not even gonna lie to you. So, you know we got to talk about it because I did get a chance to see the start of Phase Five in the Marvel Universe, Ant Man and the Wasp. Quantumania. Now, there will be some spoilers if you even care at this point what is happening in the Marvel Universe and or care about this film. This will be your only warning because obviously, like I say, I have to give you my valued quality opinion about how just god fucking awful this film was, but that does mean telling you Plot lines, storylines, secrets, end credits, yada, yada, yada. So, this is your warning. Beep, 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 beep. Warning, warning, warning. So, okay. Thank God I did not have to pay and watch this film. I found other means of somebody else paying for it. The downside. Everything about this film. It just... I'm going to try, I'll keep this, I'm going to try to keep this as short and sweet as possible, but the bottom line is, I've said back a few episodes ago, Marvel is dead, and I think it was like after She-Hulk or something like that, and I, this is now proof, this is official proof, Marvel is dead. The MCU is officially dead. There is a reason Disney has lost over 120 billion dollars just in the past year and has now have to lay off thousands of people unfortunately because of big ceo decisions that basically give us crap instead of quality now again i am a broken worker excuse me i'm a broken record when i say this and i've said this multiple times multiple people have said this fan base marvel gave us 22, 23, something like 24 of the greatest live action films on the planet leading up, of course, to Avengers Endgame. And then it just decided to take a big fat shit. Now, I won't, we won't go down that path, but the bottom line is we kick off phase five with this new Ant-Man film. Sure, was I a little excited? Yeah, it's something new, it's something different, it's not on Disney+. Plus. You know, Ant-Man actually did have some pretty good movies, was also cameoed in a few other films, which, you know, Paul Rudd does make a great Ant-Man. And even the Wasp, um, I'll be honest, I, I do forget her name, but she is, she's great, she's fantastic, the gal that plays the Wasp. And the first two films, the first was incredible, the second was, you know, it was, yeah, okay, whatever, but... You know, you think of a third film, you're like, yeah, something worth watching. And it's just, you can you can hear the the sigh. You can hear the just the. I just I I just don't get it anymore. You know, where I just can't put it into words. Of not only did they blatantly tell you in this film about how incredible socialism is, it just from the cinematography, like the CGI, you've just given up. Like Marvel Studios, they've just given up. I'll give you the, the quick synopsis on the plot. You have Ant-Man 
who is in his life now, five years after the blip, he's with his daughter, and his daughter, who we know nothing about, has created this portal that goes into the quantum realm. The quantum realm, everybody, you know, um, the mom, the dad, uh, a.k.a. Michelle Pfeiffer, Douglas, and daughter, and then, of course, Ant-Man, they get in, and the wasp gets sucked into the quantum realm, and thus, we get a little bit more background behind Kang, the Conqueror, which we first were introduced in the Loki series on Disney+, Plus, which actually was a pretty decent series, if you haven't checked that out. Now, we come to Kang, and you think from even just the comic books, from everything you've learned in everything in between, so on and so forth, you would think, hey, this is going to be pretty badass. They've set the stage now that Kang is going to be the next Thanos, and lo and behold, Ant-Man is able to defeat him. Yes, kind of just basically rushing to the end of the film. That's right. Ant-Man, the least powerful Avenger, is able to defeat King the Conqueror. Now, I'm going to kind of bounce around a little bit here because there is a lot to talk about. The end credit scene does show a gathering of the variants of Kang. Now, I think that is, of course, where Marvel will start to explore this character because, again, Kang is just... He is the Conqueror. There are multiple variants of him. He controls time. He goes back, forward, in, out, in between, etc. And discovers ways of the multiverse. Blah, 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 blah. It's a very long, convoluted story. But the bottom line is, when it revolves around this film, it's just poor story writing. It's atrocious. It's lazy. It's lackluster. It's boring as hell. And even when you throw the little pieces of humor in it, it is cringeworthy because it is completely unnecessary. And even one of the biggest fallouts, for the first time in live action history, we finally get the character Modok. Now, if you aren't familiar with Modok, he's basically this giant head and he, he's just, he's kind of like this robot giant head thing that in the comics, in cartoons, and he actually had his own series on Hulu, which was pretty damn good. You you know, when you got the trailers and the previews, you think, oh, this, oh, please don't fuck this up. And lo and behold, they, sh oh, God, they just destroy his character base. And what I mean by that is, if you watch the original Ant-Man, Darren is MODOK. Spoiler, shocker. It's just... The way they, again, they, they, they just, the reason I'm a little bit hesitant, of course, to say things is because you know I've got to tread that fine line of, I still am employed, I need those benefits, so on and so forth, but again, you just have this incredible character and you've completely butchered any sort of badassness, any sort of just evil huge power so on and so forth because the way he dies is apparently he gets retribution in a matter of 30 seconds scott's daughter goes up to him and says you need to be different stop being a dick and lo and behold he changes his mind in about 30 seconds and he low and he goes and breaks the shield of kang and this is the best part of the movie and i'm being totally sarcastic you want to know how kang gets destroyed gets defeated an army of ants. 
you cannot make this shit up, people. So again, going back, you got the group gets sucked into the quantum realm. We finally get the story, the backstory that Kang has been ousted into the quantum realm. Kang gets a hold of uh, Ant-Man's daughter. Of course, Ant-Man needs to go retrieve the power source to get Kang his ship back so he can start fucking around with the multiverse and time again. And, you know, inside the quantum realm, lo and behold, you have species and animals and people and things, all of the above, that are being tormented and persecuted and discriminated and blah, 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 blah. Socialism is the way to win, and we are owned by China, and yeah, that's pretty much the story of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. So, was there any highlights? No. So, was there any benefits to watching this film? No. You've killed an amazing character, Modoc. Yes. You've completely butchered most of these characters. Yes. We saw Bill Murray in the trailer. Holy shit, does he have a really cool role? No, he's in it for about maybe two minutes. Do we have any idea where we're going to go from now on? Not one bit. Do we have anything special and related to Ant-Man and how he created, you know, the quantum realm and any more information on that and how it was created and so on and so forth? No. This is just, it's embarrassing at this point. And you can hear, hopefully, my passion behind this because let's be very real, let's be very frank. These are fictional stories, fictional characters. If you do not like what I am telling you, that's perfectly fine and in your realm of freedom of speech, the First Amendment in this United States of America. But the bottom line is, this is fictional shit. So what I am talking about, you cannot be upset about. You can have a difference of opinion. You can be upset about it, even though I'm contradicting what I just said. But the bottom line is, these are fictional characters with fictional content. You want to get pissed at it? Go for it. But I'm not going any, I'm not crossing any lines in my viewpoint. I'm just very passionate behind these stories and these characters and these, this entire realm of comic books that we've had for the last hundred years. Stan Lee created the most amazing stories that this planet has ever witnessed. And it is taking a group of individuals at Disney and Marvel Studios to destroy them in a matter of two hours. This movie should never have been made. This movie should have never existed. If it was ever to be greenlit, it should have been on Disney+. Plus. There was no need to make this a, you know, a full-blown blockbuster film. The CGI is borderline C- at best. The storytelling, again... You may as well give this to me because I tell you what, I could do a better job. Give it to the kid in high school right now who's who's literally going to be your future Steven Spielberg, who's going to be your future James Cameron, who's going to be your future whoever. You got to get your shit together, Marvel, because you have failed on every single level. And this is just adding to it. You build up such an amazing story about how Kang is going to be, you know, the ultimate Thanos now. He's going to be bigger and better. And the way he is defeated is by an army of ants. Ants. And not only is he defeated by an army of ants, he is defeated by one Avenger. Albeit, as much as I do love him, probably one of the weakest Avengers, Ant-Man. 
So what the actual fuck? Now, yes, I am not blind to the fact, as I've mentioned, there are multiple variants of Kang. There are multiple, there are multiple universes of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's even said in the film, Kang, I've killed multiple Avengers. I've done multiple things. Yes, we know that in the comic books. But we don't have a clue in the movie live action universe. And the reason I get so passionate and angry behind that is because they used to tell us these stories. If you remember the first with Thanos, every they would drop little Easter eggs, whether it was an end credit scene, whether it was a clip, something. So you were building this character Thanos to where when we ultimately meet him, we are now officially seeing him, Thanos, almost like a Darth Vader-esque character. With Kang, you introduced us to him in a series on Disney+, Plus, but the way you introduced him was a variant that didn't really have much to do with any sort of realm or universe that we've already experienced. So how do you expect to throw him in a, in a live-action film and tell us he's the next Thanos? When you've given us absolutely no background story whatsoever, you've actually failed on every aspect you can think of. And then when you have fanboys like me who are excited about like, wow, okay, you're going to have MODOK, you're going to have, um, you know, you see Bill Murray, etc. So you're kind of like, okay, maybe this might be something they're going to go ahead with and be better at. And you just destroy these characters in a matter of seconds. It's just tragic. It's absolutely tragic. And it's why I tell whether, you know, you're a fan of this channel, whether you listen to me, support, etc., or you just hate everything I say, I'm not afraid to tell you, just don't waste your money. Wait for this to come out on Disney Plus and watch it then. Because it is not worth the $20, especially with the way things are right now. Everything is crazy expensive. People can borderline eat, you know, eat because of how high cost of food is right now. The world is melting like in Ohio because you can't drink the water because of derailments of trains that nobody seems to be paying attention to. But hey, there's some UFOs over here. Did you see those? Look at that. Look at the pretty bird. Pretty bird. Pretty bird. If you get that reference, let me know in the comments. But it's just tragic. It needs to stop. This is... I, I guess I'll just pause it there and I will just say we'll come back to it because you can clearly that you can you can hear my voice like I've said broken record I am passionate about this and I did have that little glimmer of hope and it was just like a candle being blown out Marvel you Marvel is dead it just I don't know why I was expecting anything else but I really I just had that little bit of hope that maybe with the sheer amount of money they've lost, the fact that they now have to get rid of thousands of jobs, I thought that maybe for once they would listen to us, aka the fans, and they would change things. But no, you just you, you just continue down the same path, and you are officially now at this point, if any Disney person or Marvel, whoever, if by some random one in a million chance you listen to this, you're doing it, you're doing it to yourself now. At this point, it's on you. You can't blame us. You will blame us. You'll blame the fans. You'll blame everything on us. When the fact of the matter is, all you got to do is look in the mirror. That will tell you your problem. Once you start giving us what we used to have, 
why would you change something that works? It is the definition of, I guess, almost like a reverse insanity. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Imagine if you kept doing the same thing over, but people enjoyed it, aka the first 20, 20 odd films of this MCU universe. People loved these films. They fell in love with these characters. They could not wait for the next film. They destroyed box office numbers. Now, theaters are empty. And it's not because of the economy. I can promise you that. As hard as things are, trust me, people will scrounge up money to go see these films if they're worth watching. I am telling you now and I'm telling those whoever's listening and watching to this, don't save yourself. Put that money towards something else. Buy some gas, buy some eggs, treat yourself to, I don't know, takeout dinner, whatever it might be. Do not give more money to these people. They don't deserve it. They don't need it. Clearly, they don't need it. Just stop. So, and in that, I will also stop my rant on Ant-Man. With that said, if I were to give it, you know, my usual cups of tea, it doesn't even deserve a cup. Zero out of four cups of tea from Spot of Nerd. It is that bad. It is tragic. But stay tuned because throughout the next couple episodes, we have some pretty cool, some pretty great content. Yeah, words again. Some pretty great content coming out. I am currently starting through Clarkson's Farm. I'm just about to finish up the season, the second season. It's just unbelievably one of the greatest reality television shows I've ever seen. And I'm not, I'm not trying to over exaggerate that. It really is. If you just want something, something magical to watch, watch that show. If you can on Amazon prime carnival row season two, the final season just started watch. The first episode was pretty decent. I'll kind of go a little bit more into that carnival row again, absolutely amazing series that started back in 2019 with Orlando, uh, with Orlando Bloom, and it's a pretty complicated story, but of just again a very intriguing drama, I guess if is the word, but beautifully done, absolutely magically done. And I'm going to be also starting Picard season three, which will also again be the final season of Picard. So we'll kind of go into that as well to see. They're bringing back the entire Next Generation crew, and we'll see if they can give us something worth watching. So I am actually quite excited for that, too. So uh, with all of that said, I do huge, huge thanks again to everybody listening, everybody watching and supporting Spot of Nerd. I really do appreciate it. Throw me those comments. Send me the love. Share with your friends and family. Subscribe, follow, like, everything in between. I am working on, you will notice if you're trying to listen to these through Apple Podcasts, there are a few broken episodes. I reached out to their support. It seems some of the files are not in the right format, so I need to go back and correct that. But I do know for a fact that every episode is playing beautifully on Spotify. So again, if you want to listen to these, I highly recommend you either go to Spotify or you watch because I will post these podcasts through my YouTube channel, Spot of Nerd, on YouTube. Uh, which, again, everything is playing just fine there. So once I get the Apple podcast sorted, I'll let you know. Until then, check out the other avenues. 
but thank you all from the bottom of my heart. I really do appreciate those that listen and watch. Tell your friends. Tell your family. And we will see you guys next time. Better, y'all.